What's going on guys? Welcome back to Sports Shadow where we talk about everything and anything Dynasty Football. We finished off week 6 with a really good matchup between the Chargers and the Cowboys which I was not expecting it to be as defensive of a battle as it was. CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard both went off showing why they're such great Dynasty assets for whoever may hold them with CeeDee going for 7 receptions and 117 yards and Tony Pollard had 6 receptions for 80 yards and another 30 on the ground. On the other side of the field, the highest dynasty asset right now has to be Quentin Johnston, but he sure isn't playing like it for a player who was drafted in so many drafts as highly as he was. He just hasn't done anything to show why he should be that type of player. I mean, he's still not really doing anything for the Chargers. He had two targets and he had no receptions, and he's comfortably behind Josh Palmer in targets and receptions on the year. Hopefully he can turn it around at some point, but on a team that already has so many established receivers who don't look like they're going anywhere anytime soon, you have to hope that he can somehow break through. But now let's get into our nominees for this week. It feels like every week I'm going to be back here talking about the most explosive offense in all of the NFL right now with the Miami Dolphins, and this week our player of the week is Miami running back Raheem Mostert. No Devon Achan, no problem. Raheem Mostert is still very explosive in his own right, rushing for 115 carries and two touchdowns on 17 rushes. Adding another 17 yards and a touchdown on three receptions in the air was just icing on top of the cake for Raheem Mostert this week. The Dolphins soundly beat the Panthers this week, but if there's one thing I can take out of this for dynasty purposes for the Panthers is that Bryce Young is finally looking like he's starting to put it together. The offense is very Adam Thielen centered, but with Chuba Hubbard taking over for the injured bum Miles Sanders, the run game finally had some oomph behind it, which led to a balanced attack for the Panthers, which gives some hope going forward even though they're 0-6. And now for our Rookie of the Week. We have a first-time entrant on the list in Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers. My wide receiver 3 in the draft coming out, Zay Flowers has continued to excel as the wide receiver 1 for the Ravens this year. It was a bit more of a modest week for all of the rookies. With Zay leading the way with 6 receptions for 50 yards and a touchdown, and I guess you can count the one rush for 1 yard too if you so like. The Titans are going to be a middle of the pack team who have some good players, but their calling card is definitely on defense which is a little bit better than their offense this year. It was good to see Zay have a good game against such a tough defense when he's been the second most reliable pass catcher on the team behind Mark Andrews and a lot of the other wide receivers on the team have just been underwhelming overall this season. You have to feel for Rashad Bateman dynasty holders at this point. His value has just continued to crater and I'm not sure if he's ever going to get back that value that he once had. It may be because of all the injuries or that Lamar just doesn't trust him anymore, but he just doesn't look to be the same player he once was. He kind of misses a lot of that explosiveness he has and it's, it's really hard to see. On the other side of this matchup, I have to talk about Tajay Spears because he just looks so dynamic. I believe I was pretty much wrong about him when I first scouted him because he didn't show this dynamic speed in college. He did have that quick agility that I was high on, but I thought all of the injuries he had to his knees would have been to his detriment, but that hasn't showed up at all to this point, and he's just been amazing, and he's going to be so good once Derrick Henry's gone too. The other dynasty player I have to talk about at this point for the Titans is Traylon Burks. I really loved him coming out of Arkansas and a lot of people thought he'd be a special player and he still has the chance to be. He just has to get over the injuries. I feel like they rushed him back from his knee injury a little bit too soon and he's just not performing how he should as a star receiver and DeAndre Hopkins has taken over for the team if anything by necessity because Traylon just hasn't been available and a lot of people drafted him pretty highly for sure. I know a lot of people missed out on players like Drake London, 
Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave because they trusted in Traylon Burks and aren't happy with the return on an investment. So let's hope that Traylon can turn it around and become the star player that a lot of people believe he can still be. But that's all I'm going to have for you guys this week. No runner-ups, no waiver wire, especially no waiver wire because the only ones you can pick up is Zach Evans who is definitely on anyone's roster. Even though I talked down on him, he still is a talent. And I'm not telling you guys to pick up Craig Reynolds. It's Craig Reynolds. Like... <laughs> Come on, you guys. That's going to do it for week six, you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Sports Chatter and let me know in the comments of my post if I should start talking about players who you should be looking forward to me scouting in the offseason. Whether that's me telling you about prospects who had good weeks in college football or guys that I have high on my watch list before the offseason, let me know if you want to hear some of that during the regular season this year, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This is Chad and you have been listening to Sports Chatter.